Hey everyone, and welcome to the Motion Church Weekly Podcast, where we recap what our church is learning each week and look forward to what's ahead. This is your host, Caleb Rich, and each week we hope that through this podcast you will come to know God in a deeper way, love the people around you more, and reach those nations that are around you. For today's episode, we welcome our lead pastor, Shannon Dan. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Shannon, this is great to have you today on the podcast. We have had another great Sunday um, over at our group. We enjoyed being together. It's great to worship with each other and um, look at our topic today of worship. And so Amen. we uh, just enjoyed doing that together. Hope you guys had a great Sunday as well. We did. We had a great group together. Good, good. And um like I said, this week we were talking about worship, and this is something I think is easily misunderstood or confused in churches today. We think of um, worship as the 20, 30 minutes before the message. Yeah. Or for some people, they walk in late because they think they can skip on the worship before the yeah. sermon. <laughs> and um, so there's a lot of misconceptions about worship in churches today. Um, but hopefully we cleared that up from the Bible with our groups today. And um, I'll just read our key passage from today. It comes from John chapter 4, verse 20, verses 23 and 24. Jesus speaking to the Samaritan woman here. He says, but the hour is coming, and it's now here, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. I love this passage that we looked at because Jesus was talking with that Samaritan woman at the well. And before those two verses, she was talking with Jesus and she kind of gives the idea that she thought she was a true worshiper. She talks about yeah. how her fathers, her forefathers were worshiping on this mountain, she says, which I think directly correlates to some of us today when we hear people say, Oh, my parents went to church, so I'm a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she was kind of lumped into that. She, she thought she was a true worshiper. But Jesus showed her how she wasn't the true worshiper that he was talking about or that God was looking for. And I think many times we can get like this in our churches. We think we're worshiping God when if we truly look at what the Bible says about worship, we'd be surprised. Yeah, exactly. So, um, hey, Shannon, let's have you just walk us through kind of what was our uh, main idea, main focus points, I guess, for today. And we'll uh, let everybody know how that was. Yeah. Um, before I get into the focus points, I wanted to kind of hit on is, is this part of the series that we're, we're talking through on Sundays is about our core values that we've established for Motion Church. And the first one being truth. And now this one is is worship. And what's important that we talked about uh, about worship is worship. What I shared with my group, we think of worship as something that we do. Mm. When really, when we look at what the the Bible says about worship, it's really it's who we are. Yeah, I think Paul put it great in Romans twelve one, where he says, "I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice." holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. 
Mm. So really being all in for Christ, being fully, you know, submitted to him, being that, that full living sacrifice to do God's will. It's, it's being the very fabric of who we are as believers. And, and I think that's, what's cool is our first two core values, truth and worship are really foundational. Mm-hmm. And the, rest of the core values from here, you know, prayer, service, community, they're all, those are all the, the direct reflections of our worship and our standing on, on truth. And, and we see this encounter with Jesus and the Samaritan woman. She takes her religious system mm-hmm. and questioning Jesus about it. Jesus states the religious system that he was a part of being a Jew in the temple worship in Jerusalem. But then he gives her the bigger picture that it's not about a religious system. Mm-hmm. It's now spirit and truth. True worshipers are those who are worshiping in spirit and truth outside of a religious work. And that's, that's what was really cool. And so from this passage, I got four kind of key focus points um, for us as a church to be thinking about when it comes to worship. And the first one is, is the time to worship is now. Um, Jesus says, but the hour is coming and is now here mm-hmm. when the true worshiper. So worship isn't something that we go, well, hey, worship happens, like you said, the first 20 minutes at church or worship yeah. happens when I go to the praise and prayer night, mm-hmm. you know, church. No, worship is every day. Absolutely. Worship is the, mu- the minute we wake up and, and start going throughout our day. Everything we do should be an act of worship. Mm-hmm. And, and I know I challenged my group to really look at their lives, look at their hobbies, look at their actions, look how they approach work, how they approach their neighbors. Are they doing those things just for the fun of it? Or is it actually an act of worship unto the Lord? So uh, worship, the time to worship is is now. It's a mm-hmm. it's an every moment kind of thing. Yeah. And then the next one was true worship, of course, is to God alone. Right? Mm-hmm. Jesus says the hour is coming. And is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father. Yeah. Right? yeah. He not just some idea of God or something that's kind of like God. No, the Father. Mm-hmm. The, the true God. Um, any other kind of worship is not true worship at all. See, the Samaritans thought that they were worshiping the true God, but in essence, they weren't. <laughs> and and there's a lot of, you know. Things that appear good, appear nice, appear godly, appear like they're they're Christ-like, but really they're not. Yeah, absolutely. True worship is to God alone. And then the third uh, focus point is true worship must be in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. You know, worship is not outward acts, um, yeah. no matter how good they may be. And I always share with the group, and when we're all together— you know, we can do a lot of good, but if we never lead people to Christ and make them become disciples of Christ, then really, ultimately, we're not doing any good. True worship is spirit and in truth. And uh, there's a great book on spiritual disciplines by a guy by the last name of Whitney. And I, I love this book. And he's got a section on worship. And I shared a quote um, on what he says about worship. He He says in his book, he says, to worship God in spirit involves worship from the inside out. Mm-hmm. It also necessitates sincerity in our acts of worship. 
no matter how spiritual the song you are singing, no matter how poetic the prayer you are praying, if it isn't sincere, then it isn't worship. It's hypocrisy. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. really Man, that's uh, awesome. I, you know, <laughs> I didn't have that quote this morning, but we talked about almost the same idea, especially the inside out part. I, we, we said that God wants our hearts. Mm-hmm. Want our acts of worship. He doesn't want our our lights, our guitars, our drums, our mm-hmm. our singers, our whatever. Those things are fine, and they're great if you have them. But that's not what necessarily in of itself true worship is. That's not what he desires because what he wants is the hearts of the people. And it takes me to um, when Jesus was talking in Matthew chapter fifteen. He was talking to the Pharisees <laughs> who had been caught so caught up on their tradition, on their stuff. If they had guitars, they probably would have been caught up on how amazing their guitars were. They were caught up in their tradition, and Jesus called them hypocrites, first of all. Yeah. But then he said, this is like what you, what you are like. In verse 8, he says, this people honors me with their lips. We can sing as many praises to God. But then he says, but their heart is far from me. That's good. And he says, in vain do they worship me. And I don't want my life to be described like that. I know. That's, that's I don't. good. I want my heart to be close to Jesus. And as we talked about that verse, along with the Romans chapter 12, the living sacrifice, we talked about how easy it is for uh, religious activity to make it feel like we are close to God. Oh, yeah. And how, especially in my own life, there's been times where I was so busy for God. I felt like I was always doing something for him. I was always playing music for him. I was always singing. I was always going to these events. And I thought I was close to God. But then I would read things like this, like in Matthew chapter 15, where I felt like the Pharisees. I was busy. I was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, but my heart wasn't close to Jesus, there you go. and God wants our hearts. Yep, and, tr- and true worship starts in the heart from that inside out, just like you were saying. That's amazing. Yeah, an inside out thing, and he and he says in spirit and in truth. So be done with sincerity. That's that, mm-hmm. not hypocrisy. And, and in essence, truth and worship, right, comes from the source of truth, God's word. Yeah. So. If you're going to worship in truth, you got to be grounded in the truth. Mm-hmm. And the more you get into God's word and allow it to change your inner person, you you start living more in the spirit and your life becomes that living sacrifice, like Paul says yeah. in in twelve Romans 12, 1. And so mm-hmm. worship must be in spirit and in truth. And then the last focus point uh, from this about worship is I think one of the coolest things uh, of all, and that and that's God seeks true worshipers. Jesus tells the Samaritan woman here, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. I mean, that's mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, think about this. <laughs> the, the, the God of all creation is seeking us seeking those who are willing to set aside the insincere works and, and just have that, that true 
spirit and truth worship of him. He's seeking us out. He's not some lofty, detached entity floating around out there pulling strings. He, he is an active, seeking, loving God who wants to have that type of relationship with us. Yeah, that that is just awesome, awesome stuff. He <laughs> wants us to come to him. He's seeking those true worshipers who are willing to worship in spirit and in truth. And and basically, in essence, God isn't trying to push people away, but draw them in. But it's mm-hmm. got to be an all in choice on our part. He's seeking us. We need to be seeking him. So mm-hmm. those are the four focus points. Yeah. Man, that's good stuff. Um, just one more thought here that hit me while you were talking about that. Um, towards the end, we talked about um, in our group how that whole spirit and truth thing and God was seeking us to be those true worshipers. We went to Galatians chapter 5, how mm. Paul talks about, um, I believe in verse 16 there, Galatians five sixteen that we must walk in the spirit. It's cool. And yeah. It won't gratify the desires of the flesh. And we talked about if we're going to worship God in spirit and truth, we're going to be walking in the spirit. Yeah. And then the more that we're walking in the spirit, what is our life going to look like? And then we went to the fruit of the spirit and our life is going to be full of love. It's going to be full of joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's good. And how if we are living a life of worship, that is what is going to mark our life. And that's going to make us stand out from the world that's good stuff. it's going to make us look different because everybody's looking for at least one of those things in the fruits oh, yeah. of the spirit absolutely they're, look, they're looking for joy they're looking for peace looking for love yep. you know and so doing living that life of worship should lead us to be able to make make disciples and um that's god's desire yep there you go you get it right there on the head yeah so man uh, it was great Sunday in church, um, and uh, it's great to have you with us today, Shannon. Um, yeah, this is all. Awesome. Tell our listeners we're going to be doing this each week, uh, recording this Sunday afternoon, as long as we're able, <laughs> and um, hoping that they can subscribe and uh, chip in. If you, if any of our listeners have any questions or comments, you can always email us to our website at motionchurch.life and reach out to us there and uh, for everybody Shannon, you and your group we hope that you guys have a great week we'll be praying for all of you and look forward to seeing you next week alright, sounds good Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Motion Church Weekly. As always, head over to our website at motionchurch.life or follow us on social media to keep up with the latest from Motion Church. We hope you have a great week.